Hello everybody and welcome again to day five of finishing well to start strong. Remember, wherever you are around the world, God is in the place exactly where you are. But may you be in the place where God is. And hopefully it's one and the same. You know, step five is for us to look toward the next day to come and give the day to God. There are things maybe in the day that we know is going to occur. It might be a meeting and we ask God's wisdom in that meeting. We pray about the meeting ahead of time, even though we don't know what's going to happen necessarily. We ask God to give us the wisdom, the insight, the peacefulness, the calm that we may need for that meeting. Ask God to grace us for areas that we're not even praying for, that we're not sure we are where we need, but he knows. So we ask God to be with us in the morrow. Now, we don't want to worry about tomorrow because God says today has enough worry of its own. But we look towards the future because we wanted God's plans. He has a future for us, a great future for all of us, says in Jeremiah. He knows the plans and greatness and future he has for us. We need to trust him in that, but we can pray about it ahead of time. We can ask the spirit to be with us because sometimes when I'm in the midst of it, I forget. But I've, if I've prayed about it, I know that God is in my present. He has my back and he has my future. So I know that God is with me in the future of tomorrow. I don't dwell upon the past unless there's areas that God wants me to deal with. Because sometimes when I'm praying about a meeting, I might think of another meeting I've had with my boss in the past that didn't go well. Well, then you give it to God. You ask for healing. You ask for his grace to override it. That the boss doesn't feel bad about, doesn't remember or feel bad about what we had before if it didn't go well. You know. God can override everything, can soften people's hearts, even a boss's heart who's, you know, you might have a boss that's harsh and doesn't listen. God can soften anybody's heart. Ask God to be gracious and merciful. I look at what I've learned and I ask God in prayer even for tomorrow. So I'm praying into the day ahead. I look at myself, but I ask God to help me respond in the way that I should respond. You know, I'm praying that God's with me in my ordinary. Well, I want God to be in that ordinary day ahead of me, with me, to help me. And I invite him to. You know, you can get an invitation from a best friend at the last minute. I'll come over for dinner. You might get an invitation the day before, the week before. Oh, I'm having a party. I'm inviting you to come. So what you do is you think, oh, do, do I need to bring any food? So you might plan what you're wearing, especially ladies. Maybe men don't. Plan what we're wearing. What time should I arrive? When should I leave the house? And it, it makes it, you know, not just a, um, and you can be invited at the spur of the moment. That's just as wonderful. But the expectation to me is way more when you know there's an invitation to this celebration, this time together. Well, if we're going to invite God to be in this, you know, togetherness, even in my ordinary work, 
Don't I expect God to work? Don't I expect God to talk to me, to help me, to give me the words of wisdom, the thoughts, the mind, the thinking, the, you know, if I'm tired, but Lord, I need your strength right now. Invite him in. Ask him to come. And I show him what I desire, but then I say, Lord, what do you desire for me? These are my plans, what I'm thinking. What do you want? What's your future for me? I ask God to go before me, to show me what kind of person he wants me to be because I'm looking at it daily and then I review back, review back over the month maybe. Wow, look how I've grown and progressed. You know, I'm more on time. I'm not running late all the time because I wanted to put in, my shortcoming was always late at meetings, always late dropping the kids off to school, always late getting up because I keep putting on the snooze button. Whatever it is, something like that, it's an advancement in my character, in my perseverance, in who God wants me to be. I'm not wasting time. I'm diligent. I'm actually helping others. I'm respecting others' time. You know, something simple like that, God can help us with and we can go look at how I've grown and advanced. You know, I care about, you know, my family more. I sh express to them and show them. You know, some, so many of us, especially women, we show people how we love them. We get food, we clean the house, we make sure everything's, you know, really nice. But some of us, do we say, do we tell people, I love you? Do we sit, instead of worrying about the house having been cleaned all the time, do we sit with our family members and spend time with them? And through spending time with them, show them that we love them, that they're important. It's not just the housework's important, even though sometimes we're doing it so we have a clean house for them. We have lovely meals for them. I know there's different love languages, as they call it, for different people. We'll find out what other people's love language is. You know often your love language. Find out what other people's are and ask God to help you. What's God's love language? Have you ever thought, what is God's love language? Now he has myriad. But why don't you find out what does he like from you? Does he like you singing a song to him? Writing a poem about him? Making up stuff? laughing with him. He must have a great sense of humour because I sometimes think, you know, how did I think of that silly thought and I chuckle? Maybe no one else chuckles, but I chuckle. And I think God's chuckling with me. He understands how I think and feel. He's chuckling with me. And you can, you know, when you, you can have a laugh together with friends, can you not have a laugh together with God about your bloopers? your stupidity, what you did, wrong, but it wasn't wrong, it was just stupid and funny. God loves that. Be everything to him because he's everything to you. Two-way relationship. And the more you do it, the more you grow in him, the more you are actually yourself before him, true. You know, no, no hidden things. Everything's open. And it's amazing how he loves us. So the five steps that a Jesuit priest, um, Mark Thrudebeau, described 
this examine and he did it with five R's and they are stage one, step one, request the spirit, stage two, relish the good, step three, review the day, step four, repent from any wrongdoing and step five, resolve to live well tomorrow. Request the spirit, relish the good, review the day, repent from any wrongdoing and resolve to live well tomorrow. Wow. And when you come away and the more you come away doing this, you feel free, you feel fresh. You feel like I can attack the world now, not attack the world in a bad way, but whatever God has in store for me, he's with me. You know, we don't always have great situations, circumstances in our lives, but God is with us through our cancer, through the disease, through the code, through, the, you know, the lack of job, through whatever we are going through, through our despondency and not coping with life, our anxiety. But God draws us to him and calls us to be better, to give him it all so that we can walk with him. What does it says? He walks with us through the shadow of death and we fear no evil. There's no fear, no anxiousness, no worry, because he is with us. And we have reviewed every day with him. We have given ourselves to him and he always gives totally himself to us. So let us thank our God and hopefully this has helped you a little bit to go deeper with our God as it did me. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord God, we all want to finish well, to start strong in whatever we do. We have the year ahead of us. We ask you, Lord, to be with us in our ordinary everyday life and make it extraordinary. So for some of us, Lord, send miracles. But for all of us, Lord, send your compassion, your mercy and your grace. Send us your spirit. May we go deeper with you and love you more. And may we give you glory. And may we see the opportunities of the good works that you have for each and every one of us. May we continue to praise your name out loud in who we are, in what we do, and how we live on this earth. And always give you glory. In the name of Jesus, your Son. Amen. In the, name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now remember, there is extra amount in the extras. And so if you have time, if you feel urged by the Spirit to go watch, go watch them. Uh, you can watch them anytime. They're going to be up there for a while. And I just want to wish you a wonderful new year. And I know that if you invite God into your new year, you will have the most blessed time. Your progression throughout the year, every day will be simply amazing. And you will be loved to bits because our God loves us perfectly and exactly what we need and in the place where we are. 
but remember, may we be in the place where he is. Thank you for listening. Bless you.